I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello, hello, friends. I am so excited to be here with you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. I am excited about today's episode, but it may not be the most exciting episode. But I'm excited to be able to deliver this information to you guys because somebody's got to do it. And I'm just so grateful for my team that I'm able to just take this resource and share it with you guys. So basically... In August and September, we had a lot of issues with accounts and actually whole business managers getting shut down for our clients. So we saw a huge crackdown. Really this whole year, we've seen a huge crackdown from Facebook, shutting accounts down, shutting entire business managers down, really without warning, sometimes really without reason. And it was like, and it's just super frustrating because, you know, we have clients who have Facebook reps assigned to their account you know, they're supposed to be helpful. And it just these days, it's feeling like there's less and less those people can do. The other thing that's really frustrating is when a business manager gets shut down, it's like a lot a little bit bigger of a deal than an ads account. And so it takes a long time to get like a response back. So then the ads are not live for like, it's been taking us about a week to get a response back. And we have gotten some turned back on, we've gotten some not turned back on. And in that case, we had to recreate a new business manager and reset everything up. But with all of that, my amazing team and operations manager put together a 27 page document for my team and for our clients. We actually have two documents. We have one internal and one for our clients about this, about how to prevent it, what to do when it happens, email templates to email out, Facebook when it happens, things we're going to be, you know, stepping up looking for in our onboarding process with clients. So we have an amazing resource now to be even more prepared for this because, you know, we were prepared, but not to this level. So now like we are really prepared for when it happens and also preventing it to happen as much as possible because Facebook's cracking down so much. And it's just also frustrating how they're cracking down because it's really hard to just like talk to a person. Um, You get like a bunch of different reps sometimes, then you get different answers. And so it's really frustrating, especially when you count on your ads um, to be running, you know, getting leads into your funnel and, and promoting your stuff. So I basically pulled out from this document and I have it in front of me, just a list of like really uh, important things. So things you should not do on the Facebook side and then things you should do on the landing page side and then good ideas to overall just build trust with Facebook. So 
I don't know, maybe get a pen and paper for this episode, see what stands out to you and what you could do and what you what you like feel like is a really, you know, top priority for you. Um, but also if, if this happens to you, you can use this episode to come back to because I'm literally pulling from our SOP every possible thing <laughs> that we have in here. Um, we have it, we have way more in the SOP, but it's it's overwhelming for me to look at it too. But um so here is uh, basically a list of things that Facebook flags on the ad side of things. So directly on Facebook. So I'm going to go through that first. So first, Facebook flags pages and websites that get suspended. And so if you like get your account suspended and then you go try to make another account and promote the exact same thing with the exact same links, it's really, really slim. It's going to work. Um, so you have to one, wait a little bit of time. Like we waited a week to even try anything because it's like better chance of success, change the links, make some changes to the actual ads and the landing page. Like try to talk to Facebook and understand why it got shut down. Because if you just think like you're going to outsmart Facebook by going to create a new ad account and then do the same exact thing, you're not like they're, they're, they're way smaller, smarter than that now. Um, don't try to get likes or run ads for make money online, multi-level marketing, network marketing, work from home, pyramid schemes, investment or finance related pages. Um, we have some clients in the network marketing space and that's like the one tricky one, but you can't directly promote network marketing on Facebook. It just won't work. You have to have bridge pages um, so that there's a gap between Facebook and what you're promoting. Don't try to get likes for email collection or list building. So don't try to use your likes for email collection. Like they need to go to a landing page. I don't think people do this a lot, but that's something. Um, This is something you might not realize, but don't promote a website with a forwarded URL. So if your URL redirects or you use a bit.ly or a pretty link, um, Facebook does not like it. They will they will disapprove it. They're tr- they don't want you to be like tricking them that it's going to something different. So be careful about that. Um, don't create ads for dating relationship or any type of singles related website. Those will never work. Uh, don't make an ad for an affiliate marketing program or third party advertising opportunity. Obviously, affiliate marketing like you, it has to be your brand that your your brand is promoting it. So in the influencer space, there are a lot of affiliate marketing opportunities but people are promoting it as their brand like they're you know sending it to the traffic not just a third-party advertising opportunity type of situation don't create a new Facebook account immediately and make ads for it if it gets shut down wait a minimum of one week um, up to a month use the account the the way a normal user would and once you've established a normal pattern for use of the account then you can attempt to make a Facebook ad so um, meaning like set up the pixel, build the audiences. Like you don't want to just have your account shut down, create a new account and then go put everything in that new account. We have tried that and it will be, uh, disapproved immediately. <laughs> if you do that, like every time it has happened to us, like before you even hit go on the ads, it's disapproved. Don't submit ads on behalf of your client for their page or website. So that means, um, Facebook really doesn't like it when other people use, other like their ad account to promote their client so I don't like some agencies do that I think it's terrible because the client can't doesn't own the pixel data but it's also against their terms of policy so like you need to be using your client's ad account um, and so if your agency's doing that it's a red flag because it's against the policies so if you set up a new account 
use a new credit card <laughs> because Facebook is smart. They've already flagged your credit card when the account got shut down. Don't use the same one. It'll automatically be shut down. Don't use memes on Instagram or Facebook um, to promote. This triggers a legal policy violation and the account will be removed without the ability to get the account restored. So it's a big it's a big no-no. Um, memes, you can make your own memes. So it's a, if it's of you, but you can't use other memes. They don't like that. Um, I already kind of talked about this one, but don't use redirecting services like Bitly or Pretty Links. We sometimes get away with putting that in the ad copy still because our clients prefer it for tracking. It's rare that we do it, but definitely don't use it as the main URL of your ad. Um, don't use unclear, misleading, or shocking statements in ads or your landing pages. Don't use poor grammar, excessive punctuation. So if you have like 50 exclamation marks, they're going to flag that. Don't use screenshots of the Facebook or Instagram platform that don't show the actual functionality of the platform. They're picky about how you use Facebook and Instagram. You have to have the trademark for Facebook if you use it. Um, so be careful with that. In your uh, business page, don't leave your company's about section blank. That will be a red flag for them. They like it when you are responsive on Messenger to your customers on your page. So you can like you have an overall page rating and you need to keep that up. So make sure you respond there. Um, don't use the Facebook pixel on pages that violate Facebook's terms of services, community guidelines or brand guidelines or advertising policies. So even if you're just using it as a retargeting audience and you're not sending ads to it, you could get flagged if it's a page that you just it's clearly breaking their their rules and you've got your pixel on it. This one I know people do, but it's a big policy violation and a legal issue, which is don't scrape data off of Facebook groups to run ads. We had a client like insist that he's got these audiences and that they'll work and um, they came from this and he, his business manager was shut down. Like he had to get his profile, like his Facebook page. It was a big deal. So it's a huge policy violation to scrape data from Facebook groups and then use it for ads. Like it's don't do it. <laughs> um, okay. That was kind of like the Facebook top things that you have to look for to get your ads approved. Um, some that I'll also add that that were in there, but I want to like make sure they're really clear is like in the actual copy and verbiage, um, using you a lot sometimes gets flagged. Like they don't want you calling people out like you will get better and you will have this and you will do this because that's seen as making claims. It doesn't mean you can never use the word you because that's really hard, but don't like create your copy. So it's just like you will get this and you will do this. It's claims. They do not like claims, um, especially in the health industry. Any claims about like a, you cannot say depression or um, anxiety or those type of, you know, uh, illnesses or, or whatever, like symptoms, like you can't call them out um, in your ad copy. Maybe you'll get away with it, but it's it does break their terms and their policies. So let's look at landing pages because this is one thing we've noticed is um, it's getting harder and harder to like, quote, outsmart Facebook with your landing pages. It used to be that a lot of the approvals came from like the Facebook, Facebook itself, but now they really are actually looking at landing pages and have bots that look at landing pages. And especially if you get flagged, then they will look at your landing page even deeper. And it's really hard to like get out of that loop because you've been flagged. So here's a list of things that you need to look for on your actual landing page um, that you might not have been thinking about. Your ads call to action 
doesn't match with the landing page, if it's like super misleading, then that would be a flag. If you have a pop-up on the first step of the landing page or funnel, a, a click to pop-up is fine. So if it's like an opt-in and it pops up to opt-in, it's fine. They don't like like automatic pop-ups on the page, um, like as a sales thing. If your value proposition is unclear, unreasonable, or misleading, they don't like that. If it's a really poor mobile experience, they actually flag that. Um, the landing page and the ad creative are like totally often misleading. They don't like that. If the page load time is too long or there's a really high bounce rate, um, they will flag that. If the opt-in forms or the sign-up boxes are really hard to find, they'll, fly, they'll flag that. Uh, before and after images are a huge no. Um, excessive amounts of emojis. This is actually both for ads and also the landing page, but excessive amounts of emojis. Characters are using all capital letters. They flag as like spam. Missing a privacy policy. Terms and applicable disclaimers um, is a big flag. They don't really like a video on your landing page that auto plays. Like some of these you have to take with weight of like okay, I'm going to try to get away with it. It's not like if I have a video on my landing page that auto plays, it's going to get disapproved. What we do is like once something gets, you know, flagged and an account gets flagged, we have to follow all of these because any one of them could be another flag. So it's your choice if you want to push the boundaries on some of these like less, you know, important ones. Like for example, before and after images, huge red flag. Video that auto plays on your landing page, Smaller weighted red red flag probably or definitely needs to be um, addressed if you already have had something just, you know, disapproved or shut down, but may not need to be addressed if you haven't been flagged. But if you want to be super careful, that is something they say they look at. Um, any copy, copy, obviously offering people ways to get rich quick, get results quick, definitely going to be rejected both in the ads and the landing page. Um, you can't refer to personal attributes. So race, ethnic origin, religion, beliefs, age, sexual orientation, gender, disability. This is what I was saying. Medical condition. So like depression is a medical condition. Anxiety is a medical condition. If you say that in your ads, it's going to get disapproved. If you say it on your landing page, it's going to get flagged. Um, financial status, criminal record, all those things are not okay. So as a general guideline, also avoid using words like other, you, yours, and your copy. You can't imply that you actually know anything about your the users that you're targeting. So you can't say like, I know you have depression or I know you're struggling to make money in your business. That would be flagged. So a couple of examples of good language that Facebook likes is a blogging system that helps attract new leads or find your ideal audience on Pinterest or designed for business owners and bloggers. So do you hear that's like, your your the way you're presenting it is different than you are a business owner and a blogger or you will have the perfect audience on Pinterest like it's different um make sure all your copy and your images from your ad to your landing page are relevant every single component of your landing page needs to relate to the product or service you're selling also your creative needs to have some relevance to the audience you're targeting with the ad and all the details must be true and accurate so those are a little bit obvious ones but something to think about Kind of said this one, but avoid using the word you too much, both in the ad and the um, landing page. We said this about the ad, but landing page too. Proper grammar, punctuation, capitalization makes Facebook happy. Don't use random capitalization or leave caps lock button on when writing your copy. So like all caps, they flag that. It's just like spammy. 
Uh, don't replace letters with emojis or random characters to get attention. Don't we have it in like this list. Don't add punctuation marks like this. And it's like 50 question marks and 10 exclamation marks. They don't like that. Um, strong call to actions they like. Make sure to include a disclaimer at the bottom of your page to demonstrate that you're not affiliated with Facebook, Instagram, or Pinterest. That's a super important one, especially when referencing results obtained from these platforms. So if you teach how to do something on Instagram or Facebook or how to run Facebook ads, you have to make sure you have a disclaimer that you actually are not associated with Facebook or Instagram or whatever you're teaching. Um, avoid pop-ups we talked about. It's okay to have a sign-up pop-up, but not pop-up that pops up automatically for everybody. And then make sure there are no broken links or unfinished media elements or page loading problems. Those are all flagged. Facebook not only wants like the policy to be followed, it also wants this to be a good experience for its users. So that's why they look at things like the mobile experience, the page loading time. They care about those things because they want it to be a good experience for the users. And then a few... Um, and just really like one main thing, if you want to build trust with Facebook, getting your business verified um, will help. Getting your Instagram verified will help. And verify your business for your Facebook business page will also help. So getting all those things verified, you have to do uh, like follow a couple steps where you turn in your ID. Sometimes they decline it. Um, it depends like like Instagram, it depends how big your account is and how many followers. Like they, they declined my verification as of now. Uh, but if you can get it verified, it will really help you build that trust with Facebook. So wow, that was a lot. I hope you guys are not like crazy overwhelmed. Um, but I think this is a really important one because it's going to get worse, I think, that the way Facebook's cracking down. And so We've included in all of our onboarding with clients just a quick check on these like major things. So we're not and, and actually not major things because we were always checking like major things like, for example, before and after images, but going a little bit more detailed so that we make sure we're covering our bases um, for clients and especially like the make money um, webinars like it's it's really they're, they're cracking down on it and so there's language you have to be careful with um and so we're we're working to do that but also really working to make sure we're covered if somebody's account does get shut down um so i wanted to share that resource with you guys and hope you hopefully you found it helpful if you want support with this you want to work with team hirsch hopefully your ad account's not shut down right now but you want to be with a team um who can you can really trust that they will watch over your ad account and um, take care of this for you because it's really a pain if it does happen or preventing it to happen. It's just a lot and we see it every day, all day. So we know it really well. Um, you can go to helpmystrategy.com to apply to work with us and I will see you all next time. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies Dive deep into the Hirsch process and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time.